I was about to say good morning. Ah, uh, good afternoon, good evening, I guess we can say. It's, it's August 10th. Uh, it's almost 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Today, uh, it's, been, it's been a busy day. Uh, went and talked to a financial advisor and a relationship manager at the bank. Uh, get ready to get this LLC kicked off finally. I was laughing. Um, had some conversations the last couple weeks with people who asking like, can I, can I coach or like serve as a mentor to them um, or their, their kids? And it's funny because I've been talking about motivational speaking and inspiring others and helping people get better and coaching and development and even created these documents that I'm going to use when I start my business, blah, blah, blah. And my boy Taylor, he's been, he'd been picking a little bit as far as you ain't even got your LLC kicked off yet. And he runs his own business. He does, he does well. Uh, <laughs> he's my guy. I gotta be mindful of what I say. I don't want to give him too much credit in public, right? No, nah, I'm just playing. He, uh, he does really well. He's really well in business. He's, he's savvy. He's smart. He, he grinds, but it's funny because these conversations were happening. And that was the first thing that came in my head is Taylor saying, you don't even have your LLC set up yet. So today I went and had the conversations I need to have. Uh, when I get done with this, I'm actually going to finish the, the LLC filing or whatever so I can get that pop in here in the next 30 days. Um, but outside of that, you know, hit the gym, did all the good stuff today, washed the car. Um, but today I went and got my hair cut and obviously in the barbershop, we always, we always have good conversations. It's always fun. It's always laughs, jokes. We get in some arguments. Typically, we argue about sports, music, that kind of stuff. Today, the conversation, um, it evolved a little bit. And my barber, like we always, he's a retired military vet. And we always end up talking about stocks and, and different ways to make money and that kind of stuff. And he was telling me like our conversations are different. And I was like, yeah, man, I appreciate your conversation. Like it's always good to come in. And I go in once a week, get my hair cut. And today he was like, I wanted to get your opinion on some of these mass shootings and stuff going on. And I'm like, yikes. So today's topic, it's, it's literally going to be about culture, but it stemmed from the conversation I was having with him. And then obviously I left the barbershop and been on my mind all day. Um, but he was talking about our culture as, as a whole. And we know well, culture, it's simply put, it's like basically the way of life. And it's the way of life for different groups, teams, companies, teams within a company, whatever. But culture summed, summed up is the way of life. And different groups have different cultures. But when you look at the, the actual word culture and you start to break it down, it's complex. It is so complex that I, I can't summarize it or shorten it in a podcast like <laughs> it would have to be dialogue like be going back and forth with someone so we understood how we each or everyone in the room understood and explained culture but anyway he was asking like why is it like why is our culture today like how it is and I'm like man so we started getting in the conversation about that and he asked like how do you fix it boom <laughs> mind blown how do you fix it? So many things wrong. And what I'm going to talk about today is just America. I'm not, not talking about black culture, white culture, Indian culture, none of that. I'm talking about American culture. Anyone living in the United States of America, we, this is our culture. And when I think about culture and currently 
the things going on in the media and the things that are going on in real life that are that are televised on social media, the first thing that comes to mind is like these are these mass shootings. So I start doing some research today and I'm looking at mass shootings and it blew my mind how many people have been victims to mass shootings. There have been more mass shootings in the United States this year than there have been days. Yeah, I said that right. There have been more mass shootings in the United States this year than there have been days that have passed. And when you look at how people define or the definition of a mass shooting is when four or more people are shot, not including the actual shooter. This was on August 5th, the article was written, and I believe that was 217 days. Today's the 10th, so what is that? 223 days have passed and we've had 255 mass shootings. That's crazy. Like there's just, there's not respect for human life. And it was funny because we were having this conversation today in the barbershop, one thing I had said, and I'd feel differently about it now, but when I used to sell life insurance, I had trouble sleeping at night because of, I was not even, I don't want to say pressuring. I was influencing people to spend money they didn't want to spend. At that time, I really hadn't had anyone close to me really pass. I wasn't in that space where I understood the value and the importance of life insurance, but just the fact that I felt like I was doing something wrong or pushing people into something they shouldn't be doing. I couldn't sleep. So I had to stop doing it. And that's what gets to me when I think about these I'm gonna say kids. Typically, I'm not gonna say kids. It's it's typically males, young adult males that are doing this. And when I say young, that term, yeah, it's very subjective. But we live in a generation right now. And the funny thing is right now, the generation is so uh, attention hungry. That's what we'll say. And when I say attention hungry, we crave, I'm saying we very, very lightly, we crave attention. You know, it's not even positive attention. It's not even like praise or approval. It's just attention. It can be negative. It can be positive. It can be just, hey, look at that person. We crave attention. And I think the the attention, I'm not sure if that comes from people being lonely at home or how we get to this space of, you can't be lonely or you can't be by yourself. You need someone to constantly be giving you feedback. You need someone constantly giving you praise. You need someone constantly giving you some kind of criticism or you just need people, others around you to look at you, to see you, to, hey, like my photo. And I think we all are on social media. There's nothing wrong with social media. I think it's an awesome way to deliver messages, share some pics with your family, post motivational stuff like I do. And some people may say I shouldn't do this, but whatever. I post motivational stuff. And if it motivates one person or changes one person's day, boom, I did my job. Um, and that that's cool for me. Now, if I could impact more people, yeah, that's great. But it doesn't make or break my day if I post a picture or a comment or a quote or a video or a podcast in on social media, I get one like or no likes. You know, that I don't care about that. Because I get text messages and things that say, hey, Zoe, you know, I appreciate this. Hey, you helped me. People I've never met in my life reaching out via messages talking about, man, your message was good. It helped me. It's helping me get through X, Y, Z. And that's the reason I do it. And there's a lot of people that do it for that. But the thing is, most people in that space or in this space, I should say, it doesn't make or break me 
I don't crave a like. It's more of the impact that I'm able to give, even if it's one person. And our our generation that we live in now is just so different that you know we have to be the center of attention. And the funny thing is, people want to be the center of attention, but they're not even leading. And if you look at the lot of a lot of people, they're not leading when they're getting a million likes or whatever. It's just they're following someone else's trend. So it's it's crazy our culture right now. And I don't know back to my guys, my barber's question, like, I don't know how to fix the challenges we have right now. But when we're getting back to these mass shootings, majority of them, a lot of them, especially what we see on the news, it tends to be white males attacking, terrorizing minorities. And when I say minorities, let's not get that twisted. That's not just a skin color. It's not blacks and Latinos and and women. It, it's it is literally sex. It's your financial situation or your your socioeconomic status, your race, your nationality, your beliefs, your religion. You know, there's so many different things when I say minority, and you guys had to know I'm going here. Our president is he a racist? Hmm. I'm gonna leave that up in the air. Does he make racially insensitive comments? A thousand percent. Is he a sexist? Absolutely. Is he a classist? Absolutely. And the thing is, I kind of look at the president, like I look at a lot of businesses, and I said this in a podcast months ago, we have leaders, well, we have people in leadership positions. Let me let me use that term leader very, very lightly, because that's something that's very important in our culture and in our country. Um, people in leadership positions that make mistakes and it's fine you're supposed to make mistakes but they hang on to the mistakes that they make because they don't want to admit that they're wrong and then you have followers and when you look at the oh boy i get fired up when i talk about this we look at people who are following them they don't want to admit hey i made a mistake like i, I elected the wrong person and that's fine like whatever but don't continue to live the mistake. Like once you understand it's a mistake, like stop it right there. What's the lesson you learned? You don't gotta continue to ride with someone just because or support and encourage because you initially voted for them or you initially hired them or you initially put them in the position that they're in. And it's it blows my mind that like I said, with business, it's the same way. We have leaders that make bad choices and they don't wanna fess up to their choices. So companies end up going in the dirt, millions of people, thousands of people, hundreds of people lose their job. Look at Enron. Um, I don't know why Enron's been in my last two podcasts, but there's other companies like that as well. And it's it's based on the leadership. And to be honest with you, when we look at the culture of our country and you look at our current president of the United States, is he the problem? I'm actually going to say no. He's not the problem. Does he add gas to the fire? And the fire is big right now. Like The fire is big. Hell yeah, he does. He puts gas in the fire. Because how he is, he encourages... Well, let me back up. I'm not even going to say he encourages. How he is, his visions, his rhetoric, his, his conversations, his, his mouth, like how he thinks. The platforms that he has, as far as the United States media, that touches billions of people... Um, the social media, his Twitter account, you know, he was who he was before he became the president of the United States. It's just, he wasn't as the center of attention back to that. I need attention. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. He's just like the kids. And when you look at this, I think he's encouraged people 
or he's made it acceptable by and for the majority to degrade, disrespect, outwardly express their dislikes or hate towards other groups or minorities. And we talked about a little bit ago, the minority, it's not just a, a, a race or a skin color. It's, it's your sex. It's, it's your, your socioeconomic status, aka how much money do you have? Are you in the lower class? Are you in the middle class? Are you in, in the one percenters? Are you an elite class? You know, it's, it's also your nationality, your beliefs, your religion. Like it's, he's created a platform in a, a socially acceptable, and I say socially acceptable, I mean by the majority and people that support his group to like degrade and, and, and belittle and attack and literally kill these people not because they've done something wrong to you, but because they've, they're different than you. And that, that's literally what it is. It's they're different than you. And it's, it's, it's that, the difference. We, we start to pass judgment. And again, I, I had air quotes when I say we, um, trying to be very inclusive here. We're all one. <laughs> but when I say we pass judgment, I think it's, it's, it's normal. It's natural to judge, you know, as, as humans, like you should have thoughts and feelings about people, places, things, experiences. But when you start to let those differences or those, uh, you start to let diversity or the differences that others have, uh, limit, like when you start to, how do I want to say this? When you start to allow the differences in people to bother you so much that you limit their abilities or you degrade them just because of their difference, whether it's their skin color, their race, their religion, like I said, you have a huge problem. Because to be honest with you, the differences in people and the diversity that we have in our country, that's the only thing that would actually, that would actually make America great. Not make America great again. Let's not bullshit each other. America's never been great, ever. Never. And I think if we could actually be accepting of the people that are here, regardless of race, religion, culture, sex, that's when we would start to be great. Because the differences, we talk about business and we talk about money and we talk about all that, like that defines success. The differences, the diversity of thought is actually what makes certain businesses thrive. And it, it, the differences actually create innovation, ideation, creativity, create new possibilities, create bigger and larger understandings. And that's where like, we all have to start looking at people as people. Yeah, their skin color may be different. Yeah, they may praise a different God than you. Yeah, they may praise multiple gods, whatever it may be. You know, they, they, may, be, they may have more money than you. They may have less money than you. And I think as you as you look at this and you talk about culture, we kind of talked at the very beginning, people typically hang out with people like them. So as you get in your groups and you start to hang out with people that are like you, air quotes, whether it's people that are rich, people that are poor, people that love sports, people that love gambling, people that love to run, people that love to read in those groups. Those should be inclusive too. I get you have a very special niche in what you're talking about, what I'm talking about here when you talk about the groups. But within those groups, those are the people, everyone's a part of some kind of group. Those are the spaces, those are the areas that you influence and encourage better activity and better better thoughts of people around you and being more accepting. 
Otherwise, our culture continues to, to be trash. And as you think about culture and the only time, like for me personally, when I think about this, the only time you see people that are in spaces with people that are not like them is when people are either trying to level up. And when I say level up, basically move up in life. That may be so many different areas, depending on your field, whether it's getting more money, whether it's being more influential, whether it's, you know, encouraging more people, whether, you know, reading more book, whatever it may be. You may get out of your normal, your comfort zone because your comfort zone may not be where the people that are doing this are at. So you start to hang out with new people or try to get in new networks. And that's good because you're, again, you're creating more diversity. Hopefully the people at the top or people that are a little bit higher than you in these areas give you a more diverse thought, which ideally makes you more accepting of people that are different than you. But to get off of that and get back to like the, the I can't say get off get off of that and back to American culture because that's part of American culture. But when you think about the challenges that we're having right now, and I think a lot of it stems back to just, we have a nation of followers. We don't have enough real leaders. And when you think about leaders in our, our country, you look at the, the Bill of Rights, you know, the first 10 amendments. I don't know all of them by off the top of my head. I can pull them up on the internet and run off my thoughts on each one of them. But those Bill of Rights give us a certain level of freedom. I think the thing that many people forget about or people don't even think about is anytime you have freedom, you have additional responsibility. And when I say additional responsibility comes with freedom, what I mean by that is just because you're able to do things, you also have to be able to live with the consequences. This actually relates to the podcast yesterday. When you think about it, you have the freedom and you're able to do things but you've got to be willing to accept everything that comes with the actions and the things and the choices you choose. So as you choose to degrade, be disrespectful, do things that, you know, minimize people, what is, what are their responses going to be? Because those are things that you now have to deal with because you chose to do this. And I think when you look at just, you have to take everything that comes with it and then you take you take what we were talking about earlier, a nation of followers, and you take that we were talking about even earlier. You're looking at uh, a culture, American culture, of attention. We need attention. We need attention. The leader of our country right now, the person in a leadership role that leads our country right now, is just like that. He craves attention. Hashtag Twitter. Hashtag his his platforms that he has. But when we live in a time of so many followers. Whether you're talking about Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name the platform, what you name the city you live in, that may be the platform is the city you live in. We have so many followers that are so against those that choose to be leaders, that choose to go outside of status quo to try to do better. It makes it harder on those leaders. It makes it harder on people to want to challenge the norm. And I think that's the space where we've got to get in. We've got to encourage more people to get out of following the norm. We've got to look at what do we want our culture to be? If we're talking about America is going to be great, what's great look like? Does great look like racism? Great. We're, we're trending towards it. Does great look like inclusion? Does great look like community? Does, does great look like friendships? Does great look like help? Does great look like education? If that's the case, 
we got a lot of work to do. Once we define greatness as inclusiveness, education, community, you know, those are things that we're not really focused on. That if you focused on that and you focused on religion and you focused on faith, those things may drive us to a better America. But, you know, that's 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 not the nice. That's not that's not the good thing to say right now. So that's not the era we live in. Okay, great. Well, how do you define great? Because our culture right now in America is not great. And the same thing me and my guy were talking about earlier. When he asked me, how do you fix it? The first thing that came to my mind was, we need more leaders. Like what? Like Martin Luther King. Like Medgar Evers. Like Marcus Garvey. And I'm not trying to make all these African-American. Like Richard Loving. Like JFK. You know... We need people that are okay standing up to whoever that are in a position, and you've got to work to get to that position. Like Martin Luther King, Frederick Douglass, Megar Evers, uh, Richard Loving, they didn't start in that position. They worked their ass off to get there because they valued something that was more important than themselves. So it was basically saying, I'm willing to die for this because what I'm working towards, equality, um, inclusiveness. It's more important than me. It's important to our country. It's important to our culture. It's, imp- it's important to those people coming behind us. And we need more people like that. And the one thing I always say, I think I read this quote somewhere. Uh, it talks about poor people. If you're not, don't, don't pray about helping the poor people unless you're going to go do it yourself. Because many of us are in positions to help and we're not doing it. So again, As I look at this and the thing I was talking about with my guy earlier was that's on us. I say us, anybody, that's everybody. What are you doing to make a difference? And is it, you know, you're putting out motivational messages. Is it you're giving to the poor? Is it you're going back to your community and being an example to people who may not be in the same position as you, but you know where they're at and you've been there before and your friends have been there before and you know what can happen. There's a couple different paths you can take and most of them aren't good. You know, are you going to be that example for people that are less fortunate or are you just going to worry about yourself? That's that's where we're at. We crave attention, but we're selfish. I almost feel like we we look at uh, we look at life and our culture and I'm not saying one thing we think about our culture as a as a collectively. We think about culture more selfishly as me and what's right next to me, what's closest to me. But that's that's the problem. Like our visions are our thoughts are too small. We need more people that are thinking big because as you start thinking big, you understand that as ones and twos, you can only accomplish so much. As a country, as large groups, we can accomplish and influence and encourage and change so much. So I have no idea how long this podcast has been going. Okay, cool. I'm only about 23 minutes, so I'm good. But I I encourage you guys, I challenge you guys to think about this. No pun intended. Literally think about it. What can you do to make a difference in our culture? What can you do to change these mass shootings? What can you do come election time? That's going to change who leads us and how they lead us, us, air quotes. But again, we can't continue to pass the buck. It's not just the president of the United States. It's 
it's us, it's the, the person you work next to, it's the guy, it's your neighbor, it's your it's the lady that you see every day, it's the grocer, it's the the gas attendant, it's it's everybody, man, it's us. And when we think about the culture, if we want things to be different, we've got to act different. We've got to start, I'm not saying be soft and you gotta be uber sensitive or anything like that, because that's not me. But you know right from wrong. Don't limit people. Don't degrade people. Don't disrespect people based off the, the color of their skin, the, their financial situation, their, their ethnic background, their beliefs. Man, don't do that. Think about it. Our culture in America sucks. We got to change it. So, as always... Oh, let me actually let me let me pause for a minute. Like I said, I uh I may have said at the beginning, I'm about to do this LLC paperwork, so you'll get to see uh think about it consulting coming soon. Bump the real estate joint off of that. I told my uh I told my little brother today, uh, Myron. He was, I told him I you know I went and got the talk to the financial advisor and the relationship manager lady, and he was like, "What made you do it?" And I was like, man, I've been talking about it so long and just had some situations pop up where I should have already been had this. So be looking for it. Obviously, I'll be putting it out there once I, once it comes, once I get everything rolling. But as always, I appreciate you guys' time. Today's topic I know is a little bit different than what I typically talk about, but it's still, you know, it's personal ownership. It, it's on you. Each one of us can make a difference. But with that said, I appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Be great. And as always, think about it.